Welcome to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings on the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 107.7 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. And it's a beautiful sunrise that's approaching. The sky is this like rosy pink. It's, it's gorgeous. Today's going to be another one of those warm beginning of March days. We'll uh, dive into your forecast coming up next. Yesterday, so much fun skiing with mom. We uh, had just a blast. It was so beautiful outside, very warm. We both were very cautious about being too overdressed, and I think we both were, but we made it work. And uh, came back into town, hung out a pod ski for a little opera ski, and uh, had just a great time on a Wednesday. It's amazing that we live in such an awesome place. Well, I hope you're having a great morning so far. Eric is coming in to join me right around 8.20 today. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I recently met his wife last weekend, and so now I get to ask, you know, how did the two of them meet? Because I got her side of the story, and it's a pretty darn good one. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Good morning. It's Megan. Taking a look at some top headlines. The Oregon Health Authority reports 276 new cases of COVID-19 in the state, with 10 in Deschutes County and 5 in Jefferson County. Currently, Deschutes County is in the high-risk category under the state's risk assessment level, but that could change relatively soon. Nahad Sadrazadi, Director of Public Health for the county, told commissioners yesterday the trends are looking better. Sadrazadi says if that continues, the state could move the county into the moderate zone, but most likely not for a couple more weeks. He says 20, 30, and 40-year-olds still make up 50% of the virus cases locally, with 20-somethings having the highest positivity rate. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid to upper 50s. Yet again, another beautifully warm beginning of March day. A little bit more clouds expected in our forecast today than we've seen the last couple of days, but it'll still be really nice. Overnight lows tonight, 30 degrees and sunsets right before 6 p.m. Currently in Bend, it's 30 degrees, 28 in Prineville and 27 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Environmental Center. Did you know it can take a head of lettuce 25 years to decompose in a landfill? Put all food waste, including bones and coffee grounds, in your curbside yard debris bins to make into compost instead. Learn more at rethinkwasteproject.org backslash compost. That's rethinkwasteproject.org backslash compost and sign up for their monthly newsletter. Coming up next, Jersey Mike's Subs. They're hosting a month of giving and uh, looking forward to telling you more details on how you can get involved to help benefit the CO Veterans Ranch. More details next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Jersey Mike's is doing something pretty spectacular to celebrate the month of giving. They are hosting a fundraiser for the Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. So both locations of Jersey Mike's one on Southwest Century Drive and the others on Northeast Emerson Avenue in Bend. Um, You can go through the month of March and donate uh, to Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. So get yourself a sandwich and, and donate. And then on the day of giving, Wednesday, March 31st, both Jersey Mike's will give 100% of the day's sales, not just the profit, to Central Oregon Veterans Ranch. So pretty cool. Make sure to stop into Jersey Mike's subs this month. Coming up this hour, this wild story I can't wait to share with you because this is just how small the world is. But these 
two coworkers who end up becoming best friends. Turns out they have a lot more in common than they ever thought they could. They are long lost sisters. So I can't wait to tell you more about that coming up this hour. Also, we're going to be diving into um, the U.S. Postal Service says that people are moving out of the Bay Area. Now, we've all been hearing about this. I moved out of the Bay Area seven years ago and moved out to Bend. Uh, But the big question is, and what I was surprised to find, is uh, where are they moving? And it turns out it's not, Oregon's not even the number one place that people from the Bay Area are moving. It's on the list, but it's not even like the top three. So that might, you know, explain a few things, but also where is everybody else coming from? All over, right? So we're going to dive into these two topics coming up this hour and so much more. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, and we are up, aren't we? Good morning. Taking a look at your tough headlines. The Oregon Health Authority reports 276 new cases of COVID-19 in the state, with 10 in Deschutes County and 5 in Jefferson County. A paving project along 6.2 miles of Highway 97 in Bend is scheduled to begin on March 8th. ODOT says it will start with nighttime single lane closures on Bend Parkway, transitioning into full one-direction closure of the parkway starting March 14th. ODOT says the $7.5 million project will include adding two inches of new pavement along Highway 97 between Nell's Anderson Place and Romaine Village Way with 64 new ADA curb ramps and other upgrades at pedestrian crossings. Construction scheduled through May 15th. Taking a look at your forecast today, it's going to be another nice and warm March day. Uh, Mid to upper 50s. It's a beautiful sunrise this morning as I'm kind of bending over my or bending around my blinds because it, it, the sun rises and comes right on in this window. And it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I get to see that sunrise every morning and I never thought I would have a job that would provide that for me. Looks like uh, overnight lows tonight, 32 degrees, sun setting right around six o'clock. Currently in Bend, it's 32, 30 in Prineville and 27 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Pine Tavern. Celebrate Pine Tavern's family-friendly spring kickoff on St. Patrick's Day with live music on the patio and food specials from 12 to 8, now through March 17th. Be sure to enjoy their Irish lunch special. It's a Reuben and a drink for just $19.95. PineTavern.com You know those stories are like real-life parent trap stories. Siblings end up meeting out in the world and they were separated at birth and something brought them together and you're like, is it like a genetic magnetic force? Because that's the only thing that explains this crazy coincidence. Well, another one of those amazing stories is coming up next between a co-workers turned friends turned sisters. We'll talk more about it next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beep. This is one of those crazy stories that I it's, it's almost hard to believe, but I know these happen. These, a pair of Connecticut women who became close friends while working at the same restaurant recently figured out why they have so much in common. Well, it turns out they're long lost sisters. Of course. <laughs> Cassandra Madison and Julia Tinetti first met on the job in 2013 and instantly bonded over the fact fact that they were both adopted and they both had Dominican Republic tattoos. They often joked that they might be related, but their adoption papers gave no indication that it was possible. But despite that, the women decided to take a cheek swab and have their DNA tested, and the results confirmed they are biological sisters. Not only that, they have seven other siblings who were raised by their biological parents. 
Madison, one of the girls, says she connected with her biological parents two years ago and and knew they had another daughter who was put up for adoption. She never could have expected it was going to be her coworker. Could you imagine? That's so incredible. There has to be like a greater force that brought them to the same work workplace. Also, they both happen to have Dominican Republic tattoos. Like what? Then again, these days, I know that it's pretty easy to find biological relatives. My aunt on Ancestry.com has discovered all of these different people that it's like, are we supposed to meet them? Do we have a family reunion after maybe after COVID that then we'll talk more about that after COVID. <laughs> so I follow ABC seven in San Francisco cause I had an internship with them. So I follow them on Facebook and um, I get these Bay area, you know, news reports and, it, and it's pretty darn interesting considering I still have a lot of friends that live down there and I like to kind of keep up with the times. Anyhow, this article came out talking about the U.S. Postal Service has this new data that shows people are moving out of the Bay Area, something that we've all been kind of talking about, especially being in a pandemic and people can move out and don't have to be in the big city and they can work from home. So the big question is, where they're where are they going? Well, us here in Bend are like, well, obviously they're all coming here. That's been like the running thing is that the Bay Area folk are coming to, uh, you know, Central Oregon and making it different and rah, rah, rah. Well, I mean, I was one. Who, I also came up from the Bay Area, so I can't say anything. And the long, long story is that as I click on this article, they're actually not moving to Bend. I mean, some probably sure are, but way bigger places. They're going to completely different states, not even ones that are close by, um, according to the U.S. Postal Service and uh, them keeping an eye on all these different address changes. So I just thought I would, you know, bring it up since it's a common theme um, here in Central Oregon, people moving and we like to blame the Bay Area. But let's talk more about it coming up next. All hits 1077 The Beat. Good morning. It's Megan. Just clicking around on Facebook yesterday, I follow ABC7 down in San Francisco because I had an internship with them many moons ago. And it's fun to kind of keep up on the times. I lived there for a little bit. Now, this one article says that the Postal Service um, has this new data with people changing their addresses over this last year and, and can come up with a pretty good idea of where people from the Bay Area are moving. Now, this is pretty pertinent to Central Oregon because we always are blaming California for moving into Bend. Um, and I'm sure many people from California do. I mean, I did. And after moving from Washington, but anyhow, um, it turns out that Oregon isn't the number one place people from California are moving or people from the Bay Area moving. The number one place is Texas. And then it's Arizona. And then it's Washington. Like they completely skip over Oregon. And then it's Oregon. So it's not like we aren't on the list. People are definitely moving here from the Bay Area. But um, listening to the, the news broadcast all about it. Um, the gentleman explaining this about about the Postal Service, he's saying, well, Texas, you know, Austin um, has all of this new tech that's booming. It's almost like, you know, you can get more bang for your buck down in Austin. It's a lot cheaper to live. And um, you're still surrounded by the big tech boom that's happening. That's similar to the Silicon Valley in the Bay Area. Um, Arizona, same type of thing with like housing prices. That seems to be a big motivator. Um, Washington coming up again, more tech up there. And uh, again, still a little cheaper housing. Um, and not to say that Oregon's just pushing everybody out, but I, I don't I don't think that we're the number one place. It, it turns out from the Bay Area, we're number four, which is okay, guys. It's okay. <laughs> 
What a beautiful Thursday morning, just a few minutes after eight. And it's an exciting hour coming up next, an exciting couple of hours, actually. Eric's coming in to join me for the remainder of the show in about 20 minutes. And it's exciting because uh, since he's been in last, I've met his wife, him and, uh, my, his wife, Z, and my uh, other friend, Sam. Uh, all of us got a chance to hang out this weekend, and I can't wait to hear his side of the story about how they met. Um, also dive into some favorite sports in gym class or recess when he was a kid. Um, if he's a snobby shopper, we're going to dive into a bunch of fun topics, so make sure to stick around. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan. Some top headlines for you. The Oregon Health Authority reports 276 new cases of COVID-19 in the state, with 10 in Deschutes County and 5 in Jefferson County. Also, health officials say the number of COVID-19 vaccinations administered now tops 1 million in the state. Oregon Health Authority Director Patrick Allen says almost 9% of Oregonians are vaccinated with two doses. Allen says that's ahead of the national average of 8.1%. The first dose was administered on December 14th, less than three months ago. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid to upper 50s, another beautifully warm day here in Central Oregon. A little bit more clouds hanging out with us, perhaps. I want to give a huge shout out to Katie. She's hanging out in Redmond and sends some pictures at Eagle Crest Resort of the this morning sunrise on our Facebook page, and it was beautiful, obviously. I mean, I, I, it's one of those things. I wish I could be two places in once and see that gorgeous pink in the sky, but uh, what a great way to wake up this Thursday morning. Currently in Bend, it's 34, 34 in Prineville, and 27 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Environmental Center. Did you know it can take a head of lettuce 25 years to decompose in a landfill? Put all food waste, including bones and coffee grounds, in your curbside yard debris bins to make into compost instead. Learn more at rethinkwasteproject.org backslash compost and sign up for their monthly newsletter. Also brought to you by the Pine Tavern. Celebrate Pine Tavern's family-friendly spring kickoff on St. Patrick's Day with live music on the patio and food specials from 12 to 8. Now through March 17th, be sure to now through March 17th, be sure to enjoy their Irish lunch special. It's a Reuben and a drink for just $19.95. PineTavern.com. And now, Megan in the Morning podcast listeners, it's time for a special guest. This ride is getting a co-pilot. Here we go. What a fun way to start the show, hanging out with Eric this morning. Welcome back. I had to dance my way into the room because I'm psyched to be here. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah a little classic Tile Cruise, Ludacris. Can't go wrong with Break My Heart. Can never go wrong when Ludacris is involved. I completely agree, which what is he doing now? Do you know anything? He's, he's entrepreneurial, but he's also still putting out music. Is he, he really? Is. There's a fairly recent Ludacris song, which I think is pretty explicit so i won't name it here okay. but it's pretty good it might be an analogy i can't remember the title of the song but right, it's okay. very good good well i'm glad to hear that he's still doing things he is yeah, okay good good well eric's hanging out with me for the re remainder of the show it's going to be a lot of fun i've got ideas um surrounding your wife because this last weekend i finally got a chance to meet z yes finally she's wonderful she's wonderful yes. i mean sam and i both are like wait she's married to eric why can't she be married to us i've said many times that i'm okay and she's the cool one <laughs> That's a very nice place for you to be. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I take the trickle down cool. She has lots of it left over, so I get to use some of that. And you've just had said that she's headed to the DMV because you guys just moved. Well, you moved back right. and she's moving here for the first time. We've Yes, exactly. Uh, she's been here several times but and we got married here, but this is her first time being a permanent resident here. So she has her DMV appointment today. I had mine a little earlier than hers. 
Um, but yeah, she's going to be taking her, I think, written test. Today. Wow, yeah. big deal. Okay, wait, before we really dive into that, let's talk more about it coming up next because my mom is taking it here pretty soon and dad. Yeah, they're gotta, hard. Yeah, yeah. And I need all of the like tips and tricks you can give me. Got it. Coming up next. Newbie from GEZ, Chris Brown and Mark Morris. It's called Provide, which you being such a hip hop artist yourself, what is the remake of that? Oh man, hip hop artist myself. That's tough. That is uh, <laughs> Return of the Mac. Of course yes. it is. Yeah, that's a wonderful song. That's actually, that's funny that we're talking about this next. That's one of my wife's favorite songs, the original Return really? of the Mac. Really? Yeah. Her name is Mackenzie. So she affectionately, you know, Return of the Mac, Mackenzie, Mac. Of I mean, course. So that's one of her favorites. But she does go by Z, right? She does professionally go by Z. Okay. I know that's a very, that's a confusing point. I often will forget and introduce her as Mackenzie. But she goes by Z professionally. That's where you can find her on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of her work stuff is all Z. And she's a, a, an influencer on Instagram. Yes, she is. So you can search her at? Z Gustafson. That's I'm sorry, Z Artistry. Wow. I think that's it. Yeah, let me make sure. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I'll recap how I met Z, which was this last weekend hanging out with Sam. And the three of us went to Bledsoe Winery. And then Z we Gustafson. went. Z Gustafson. Sorry, that was, of course, stupid. It was Z Gustafson. Yeah, you Continue. knew it. Yeah, no problem. I was right the first time. <laughs> well, we had a, such a great time. And Eric was an angel and came and saved us later. <laughs> yeah, I was. Picked uh, us all up and drove us home. <laughs> it was fun. You guys had, you had yourself quite a nice time. Oh, my gosh. Great time. Well, she's such a blast. Now, you were just saying that she's headed to the DMV right now to take the driver's test and you just took yours yes my parents need to take theirs what's the like latest okay the thing about the dmv driver's test is that it's kind of hard <laughs> okay it's kind of hard now all right so here's the thing i li i read instructions good and it said at the beginning that you could skip oh skip questions and there were several kind of really hard questions so I skipped several of without them. penalty. You can without skip. penalty. You can just skip. Oh. There's I think there might be a, a, a number like a limit, the, the limit and you can no longer skip. But okay. I skipped liberally and I got through the test. OK, but I missed a few. <laughs> I missed more than I would have expected that I would really? miss. Really? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Now, did you study at all? I studied not at all. OK. Now, Mackenzie, <laughs> sorry, Z is studying a lot. She's done a bunch of practice tests. I'm sure she's going to be fine. I didn't study at all. So I got kind of blindsided by it. Well, it's it's good to hear that, like both sides of it, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. isn't there one question? See, I'm going to put you on the spot here on accident. But Do isn't it. there one question about how we can drive like a, a fire truck if we had to? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> See I what didn't I mean? I could I, be making that up. I did not encounter that question. <laughs> but I imagine that there would be something along those lines. There's a lot of oddball questions in there. Yeah. So. And maybe this is just my hero complex. Like in the, in that moment, if I, I needed to drive a fire truck, I feel like I could. Totally. I, just, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Just like, let me take over. I would see you kind of using the horn a little too much, but I could see you driving it <laughs> fine, but you'd just be honking that horn a lot. They'd be like, she's doing great, but maybe ease off the horn. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got to celebrate that I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I exactly. Now let's transition just really briefly to how you and Z met. Okay, cool. Uh, so we met professionally, actually. I was uh, an actor on set of a spec commercial which is like an example for a brand. Uh, and she she was there as the makeup artist and she was making up me and several other actors to look as if we were frozen. Really? Uh, so it actually took kind of a while. So you sit there and you kind of build these fake icicles on the person's face. Wow. And so she was really close to my face and she was really nice and talking to me and she's really pretty. She's gorgeous. And she smells good and yeah. she's a really good conversationalist. <laughs> and I was like, I hope this takes all day long. <laughs> so I had a bunch more icicles on my face because we were hitting it off. Oh, uh, but, fun. but then, uh, you know, 
cut to a few weeks later, we worked on another thing again, and we eventually used my condo for a location for one of these types of shoots with the same production company. Uh, and she was again working on that shoot. She left some leftovers in my refrigerator, and we both used it as an excuse to no get together. Way. Like, of course, you ever are gonna never gonna come and get leftovers. You're gonna abandon those. No, of course. But we yeah. both used it as an excuse, and uh, you They're know, precious leftovers. Yeah. Oh, you you don't you sure you don't want the end of that Chipotle bowl? <laughs> I saved it for you like a gentleman. Yeah, she's like, wow, thank you. Actually, I've been thinking about it forever. Oh, I can't wait for it. I have a whole tasting planned around it. And wow. uh, no, and then we, we got back together and, um, you know, cut to a couple years later. Here we are. No we're married. kidding. Yeah. So how many years have you guys been married? We have been married for three years. Neat. Yeah. Congratulations. So, and you exciting. got married right here in Ben mm -hmm. and obviously fell in love with the idea of moving back. So you did. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we've been looking for an excuse to be back here, and now we are, so we're very excited. That's so cool. Yeah. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric, and over the weekend, got a chance to meet Eric's wonderful wife, Z, and hanging out with Samantha, who's connected, Eric and I, because you guys went to high school, didn't go to high school together, right, but correct. we're in she town. She went to Summit, I went to Bend High, but we all knew each other. Right, mm -hmm. and so it was fun because we're, you know... Sam's trying to introduce me to your wife and explaining that her and I lived together for a year mm -hmm. and we came up with this funny topic about Tupperware <laughs> and how I'm so particular with Tupperware, so much so that when Sam would put like a piece of pizza in a Tupperware, if it wasn't the right size, I would actually take it out <laughs> and put it in the right Tupperware. You'd re-tup it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it brought up this funny idea and uh, about Tupperware and I think that in a lot of families or in roommate situations, there's always the person who really cares about their Tupperware stacking. There's another person who really doesn't. So I want to dive in because mm -hmm. I didn't ask Z and I should have. Mm. I could have had so much dirt on you, Eric. I bet you can guess. <laughs> I mean, can you guess? I'm I, sure you can. I think I kind of can. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't really do the thing where I put stuff in the wrong size tup. Okay. And I'm going to just, I'm going to abbreviate to tup here. Yeah, often, I like it. Yeah, okay? that's good. I don't usually do that. I don't, I don't pick the wrong size item. But what I do, I'm very guilty of, uh, is putting them away in a sort of, haphazard fashion Ooh, okay yes. when i put it because I, I i typically put away clean dishes that just happens to be something i do often okay i don't know why it just happens it's just, yeah. it's something i do when i'm like i don't know what to do and often <laughs> i don't know what to do uh, <laughs> to be helpful so i just do that uh <laughs> but when i thing. when i put them away that for some reason it's like i just can't spend the time all right, oh, yeah. it's in a low cabinet, and it's one of those little lazy Susan cabinets, which is cool. It's really fun. cool, but like I can't spend the. T I just put it in the first available space that it fits in. I like jigsaw everything in. Oh my gosh! Well, Eric, before you continue, let's dive into it more deeper, and just I want to know what Z has to say about all this. Okay. More coming up next. Tiesto, the business on the beat. All the hints, 107.7 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric. We're continuing the conversation about Tupperware. Now, you had kind of said that you think I could guess how you feel about Tupperware. Yeah. Not feel about it, but how you organize it right. back into the cabinet. And you kind of had mentioned that, you know, you put things away a little haphazardly. Yeah. Is that the best way to describe it? I'm irresponsible with my replacement of Tupperware <laughs> in its storage spot. You know, uh -huh. I just don't, I can't spend, because if I'm putting away a whole bunch of stuff, I just, for some reason, I can't stop and spend the time to find the appropriate stacking partner and stack. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it doesn't connect for me. It's kind of like memorizing, 
I can't memorize birthdays, but I can memorize phone numbers. It just doesn't make wow. it connect. It doesn't make it connect. That's you know? really interesting. It's weird, isn't it? Now, how do you feel about Matt when you're doing laundry? Do you take the socks and team them up, or see, are you a yeah, thrower? For some reason, see, here's another an example of something that follows logically that I would be just putting things wherever. I do laundry fine. Mm. I have no problem pairing up socks. <laughs> I like pairing up socks. Okay, good. A little method. It's fine. Yeah. I just, for some reason, the tup is a real thing for me. Tupperware, I can't, I can't keep it organized enough there's no what way. do you do with your lids that's the worst oh, one for see, me. we have a little we have little bins mm -hmm. because z loves having organizational containers and it's that's what should exist for a thing like this right <laughs> yeah. and you should just put and she labels everything too because she's wonderful good for her i on the other hand am a trash monster no I so <laughs> i i just speed through the process and i put lids in whatever bin there's space in uh -huh. and then she will at some point eventually inevitably need tupperware and she'll go and look at the little lazy susan full of tups yep and this is unacceptable be she'll be a little irritated she's not irritated really she's more just like oh my love you uh, just can't get it done yep. on this element and then you know sometimes sometimes i apologize because uh <laughs> i i have trouble i have trouble with that i realize it well i used to live with a roommate uh, just one of the best roommates and he used to take the silverware container out of the dishwasher and just dump it in the drawer and i used to oh, just no. you just open it up and i'm like oh, no. i love you you're a great roommate but my god can you take the two seconds yes yeah see that's for some that's another one i would be fine i, I don't have any problem putting yeah. little slots and i'm with you, you there is this like slots. extra like step you have to take with tupperware it's kind of all over the place because are you are you like every other person in the universe and you have like multiple sets and some odd yes. site you don't have just one uniform set of tupperware uh, that i know no one does. No one so does. Why? Oh, it's I know. so annoying. It, there really isn't enough space when you have multiple sets. That's you, really what it comes down to. Everyone has multiple sets. <laughs> yeah. I've never met the person who has only one uniform set of Tupperware from size, the small size to the largest size, and they've had it for a while. It might be a serial killer. It might be. That's a psychopathic trait. <laughs> few minutes after nine all the hits 1077 the beat it's megan and eric playing with my little doll over there she's holding a she's a hula skirt she's a gal at all and uh makes sense with shakira she was her hips didn't lie either <laughs> no they didn't <laughs> well coming up next we're gonna get to know eric a little bit more i have a feeling that you had a favorite sport in gym class or recess mm -hmm. you know we all did and it's probably a good thing that as adults we don't play the whole like what's the rover one Oh, call them uh, right over. Red Rover. Yeah, yeah, Red Rover. Yeah. It's a good thing that we don't play that as adults. It would cause a lot of injuries. Probably so. It did even in elementary school. Yeah, get competitive. So that's not the favorite. Mm -mm. But I'm sure you've got one. Oh, I've got one. Cool. We'll talk more about it next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric. Just to get to know you a little bit more, Eric, tell me about a favorite gym class you had in like elementary school. Okay. Well, I think probably my favorite game in gym class. Probably, unfortunately, it wasn't elementary school, so I'm going to oh, immediately oh, turn left. Never mind. Look, it doesn't matter. It was a high school gym class. Oh, even better. <laughs> okay, but it was pickleball. Do you remember really? pickleball? Did you ever play pickleball? Or are you aware of it? I've played pickleball as an adult. Okay. I didn't play it ever in yeah, school. It was a big part of our PE curriculum That's in high school. Awesome. We played a lot of pickleball. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And that's something that you can play now as an adult, too. But where? 
Where did where is pickleball just casually played? Do you have to, is, at Pine Nursery? Okay, there's like a whole club. Okay. In fact, but is it's it kind of in, intimidating. Is it the, I mean, that's that's the other thing about yeah. anything that has a paddle or a racket gets real intimidating right. real quick. Yeah, because <laughs> people get good at it. <laughs> right. Even ping pong, really good. Get so crazy over it. Yes, but paddle, uh, pickleball is really fun. And I wasn't ever like the greatest pickleball player, but it's yeah. really fun. Oh my gosh, Eric, we should totally play. I would love to play pickleball. That's so fun. Okay, yeah. great. We'll 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 definitely organize that. Pickle it up. Mine is a, um, I don't even, it wasn't even really a game. It was that like, uh, what was that thing called where it was like a, oh, do you know what I'm trying to say? The parachute I'm, The parachute. Oh, Thank for you. sure. <laughs> the parachute was a great day. That was more, that, you're right. Day. That was more like an elementary middle school slash yeah. type of a game or so, PE day. And, and, and it was just something so simple totally. and it involved so many kids. Totally. What a brilliant thing to do to distract all the kids. The teacher was like, have fun with this. And this yeah. takes up 20 of and you. And then you can get kind of dangerous with it too, where you, you play under it for a while and then eventually someone would get on it and then you'd be tossing them on <laughs> yes. the yeah on the parachute of course uh, it was wonderful it was that a wonderful was toy really good. someone would get hurt someone would hurt a tailbone exactly yeah and you know it's just the way of life it's how, how you grow then you'd rub some dirt on it and go back to whatever was happening well speaking of dirt let's go out to recess then oh yeah what was like the favorite activity during oh, recess man great question <laughs> i think probably okay do you remember wall ball Yes. I'm asking you, like, do you remember? You, of course. Yeah, I'm so old, I don't remember. <laughs> younger <laughs> than younger ball. than me. Um, um, yes, wall ball. I mean, the straight up, just two hands hammering those things right into the, the I cement couldn't wall. Even tell you how to play it now. I for sure remember how to play it. But rules and everything. Yeah. I don't, well, some of the rules because there, so if you got if you won enough times, you could like make a rule at wall ball. And there was like a line of people waiting to play you. Yeah. And then if you beat enough people, you can make a rule and then you had to play that way. Oh. I remember like well, there was a there was a lot of wall ball being played at my elementary school. That's it was a cool. fun game. Tetherball was also a big one. Tetherball was fun too. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of tough for a short girl. You know, the yeah. guys were really mean to play against. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> one's dangerous too, because you're not looking, that thing can hit you in the face. If you don't slip that <laughs> That that tetherball the right direction, you might get wrapped up around the neck or oh, the torso. Easy, no problem. Got a Floyd Mayweather slip those. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, kickball? That was another big one. I like kickball. School. There wasn't really as much of it. Okay. Around me, I think. Well, maybe I'm just misremembering, or maybe I wasn't a part of the kickball. Sounds click. sounds like you were busy with that. The wall. click ball. <laughs> the click ball. Um, but I I wasn't a part of that, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, well, maybe we'll get a team together and bring a whole kickball league together. I love that. See, it's really fun as an adult. That's one of those things that's more fun as an adult yeah. than as a kid because you can really get a hold of those things. <laughs> you can really really sail that thing out yeah, there. Yeah, hurt some people with that kick. <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric. And coming up next, you have a couple of headlines for me. I do. I have one about a missing French bulldog returned to a family from 600 miles away. Wow, that and little I, guy was traveling. He was traveling. <laughs> and I also have one about a uh, a kangaroo loose in Alabama. Oh my, what? Mm -hmm. Gosh, you find the greatest things. I like to focus on the animal stories. <laughs> All this and more coming up next. Travis Scott and Humans Goosebumps. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric. And you've got some animal top headlines for me today. Yeah, we. I'm going to start with the the kangaroo loose in Alabama. Okay. So, so. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. I, first of all, I just feel bad for the thing. Of course. Uh, but the other, 90% of the time I look for these things, I hope that the animal in question has a great name. You had mentioned that last time. Okay. This is a an Australian animal of course right in origin 
they named it Jack. Oh, God. What a cop out. Such a, is it, aren't all kangaroos named Jack? Yeah, I mean, okay, cool. It's like, <laughs> I don't, on. I can't even think of, that's like naming a dog spot. Exactly. That's not really a good analogy, but you get it. It's a really good analogy. Okay, so, so, but so Jack the funny is part is, hopping that around Alabama. Jack's hopping around Alabama, but the person that they quoted into uh, the member of the exotic animal transport crew's name is Braxton Bassinger. Well, that's a cool name. So, right, so I couldn't, they could have spread it around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this poor, uh, kangaroos loose in, in i think it's in winfield alabama uh which so it was sold to a private buyer in tennessee and it was supposed to spend a few days on a farm in alabama it didn't say why okay it was just a spa visit to a farm in alabama that's what we're gonna and say and then they lost it oh, and it was no. hopping around for days i think it's still loose oh no! i didn't see anything about it being caught really so he's like well, I got to get out of here, guys. I'm looking for a place to be, and I'm just scared for my life. I just want to get out. That was not a spa day. He was uh, he, scared in that and situation. And he is just gone. I mean, at least the only thing I've seen about it is someone captured video of him, but he's still... He's still hopping around I Alabama? Think so, and I hope that someone knows that he's been found and they can correct me, but I think he's still out there hopping. Okay, well, hopefully we'll get an update, you know, next week when you come in so, and hang out with me. Poor Jack. Okay. Um, so <laughs> so if other... you're ever down in the South, you know, watch out for a kangaroo. <laughs> you might find a kangaroo. Maybe there's another one loose out there, and then you might find a family of them. Oh, we hope. We hope so. I hope he finds love. Me too. All the best to you, Jack. At least he can survive in that climate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the next one is a French bulldog that went missing from a family's home in the California Bay Area. Okay was found 600 miles away in Mexico after a man <gasps> bought it illegally. Didn't realize, or he didn't realize he was buying it illegally, but he bought a dog off the street. Oh my gosh. And... It, Took it to Mexico. Well, he lives in Mexico, okay. this gentleman. His name is Daniel Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, and he posted a photo of the dog to social media. It got <gasps> somehow back to the owners. And then he, the guy took it upon him. First of all, the story's more about this guy. Okay. Because he's okay. a wonderful person. Oh. He calls the family on FaceTime so that they can identify the dog. And then he takes the dog back. He gives the dog back. Really? He accepts no reward outside of the money that he paid to buy the dog. Sure. And he gives the dog back. Wow. Right? Isn't that amazing? Well, here is the thing. What is up with people stealing people's dogs? This whole Lady Gaga, right? right. She got her two French bulldogs. And it's a French bulldog, there. right. Oh it's a, it, that's why. That's probably why. What are these? This, this dog's really... name was Brody, by the way. Oh, so mm. kind of a missed opportunity again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping for better names Brody. next week. You know, I don't know. I know that will be good. But he's safe and back with his family. And uh, this guy, Daniel Gonzalez. I mean, he's... So here's the other kind of sad thing about this guy. He lived in the Bay Area since he was a baby, but now he lives in Tijuana. He was deported. Oh, but that's gosh. why he was in Mexico when he bought the dog. But he still returned the dog. Wow. So he's a great guy. What a great guy, story, Daniel. Great guy. And we hope that you can get a dog that actually is yeah. available to be purchased. I'm sure he will take the money that he got from the purchase of the dog and get a great dog. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Good morning. It's Megan and Eric. We're back again. <laughs> We're here. Have you noticed like being out and about, or I, at least I've noticed with myself being out and about, and, and I've been used to wearing a mask now for months and months. Yeah. I'm so awkward with with Ugh. just strangers and people. And now, especially because I know a lot of people from having lived here in the past, but having worn a mask out in public all this time, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've run into people I know and they might have seen me. We might have seen each other, but there's just been no interaction. I bet. I bet. It, I feel like I'm awkward. Well, especially like you were just saying, you know, how long has it been since you lived in Bend? Now that you're moved oh back. Oh, my gosh. For, uh, since I was, yeah, at least years. at least a decade. Yeah. More. 
And so then more than that. people have changed yeah, over 10 years. Totally. And then half your face is covered with a mask. That's the other thing. I think that's the bigger part of it, okay, right? Like yeah. Because now there's half of, half of the way you relate to other people is completely hidden. Right. And I'm like such an expressive guy. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do a lot with my eyes, but you can't do enough. Like make up for it. You can't it. do enough. Like, yeah. And it's, it's down to, you know, it's hard to recover when you don't have the full use of your face it's to be so like, I'm true. sorry that I just blew it with this conversation <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, and then there's those moments too. I don't know if you've, uh, this has happened to you where you, you do recognize someone, but you're both wearing a mask. <laughs> and so you're at the grocery store and you're like, I just don't know if I really want to talk to you right yeah. now. So you just kind of pretend like you don't recognize them. That's what I'm saying. I think that's getting built in. And then you're <laughs> both kind of glad to have an excuse not to interact. Right. You know, and that's, so that's the other thing I yeah. think that's taking hold yeah. accidentally. I gotta like retrain myself. We were talking about before. I gotta like do a jumping jack and a push up. Yeah, get like, pumped, right, get ready right, to do hey, this. How's it going? Good to see you again. Long time no see. Yeah, that stuff's all gone right now. No, not a lot of small talk. I know it. So it's kind of it's awkward, right? But it also is kind of exciting that you have this excuse. Yeah. And then imagine when we take our masks off and everybody's going to the grocery store. I wonder, how, like, there's all those memes where people's mouths are like hanging out open yeah. and like they're like drooling. Is that gonna just everything... stress you out? Yeah, maybe. And like, very possibly having to like keep control of the lower half of your face because right now we can be pretty reckless. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I make faces at people under the mask <laughs> when I don't. I'll keep my eyes completely soft yeah, and right. I'll be like, you, 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 old stinker. <laughs> Black Bear wrapping up the show. Oh, Eric, it's been so much fun hanging out with you yet again. always so fun. Thank you for having me. So you'll be back next week. I will be back next week. I'm very excited to be back. Uh, It's going to be fun, especially a whole seven days goes by. That means so many more animal stories that you can come and present to me. I'm really hoping that next week I'll have better names for you. I might just start changing the names to better names. You know, it's okay with me. I'll make the disclaimer, but I just really feel like they miss opportunities here. Yeah, and I also hope that within those seven days we'll find out what Jack, what a boring name. I really hope Jack's okay. I hope the the kangaroo in Alabama is by then has found a family Me and too. maybe like bought a house or settling. Yeah, we're gonna get a pet. Maybe he's getting his real estate <laughs> license or something. Who knows? Yeah, he's really settling into the environment. Yeah. So, um, what are you up to today? Oh boy. Well, so like I mentioned before, my wife's going to the DMV, so I'll be on puppy duty for a little while. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and then this afternoon uh, at five Central Time, which is three o'clock here. Okay. My comedy group will be doing at our. Our YouTube show is now going weekly and we're doing live stream on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook uh, oh and my gosh. Twitter. Uh, so we're doing our show now every week. It's called Triple Teamed. It's an interview show. Okay. And as I mentioned before, I would love to have you on sometime. Oh, gosh. I would, oh, Thanks. Gee whiz. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, tell me what's the name of it and how can I watch this today? It is called Triple Teamed with Handsome Naked. Triple Teamed mm-hmm. because there's three of you. Yep. And we each ask a question every round and then the guest gets to pick which question they get to answer. So it's like a three-headed interview. I love a lot that. Of fun. Mm-hmm. What a good way to do it where everybody can get involved, but yeah. you know, people aren't talking over each other exactly and we too we still talk over each oh, other oh sure <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun and it's completely live it is completely live now where can i watch it uh you can watch it on facebook you can watch it on twitter you can watch it on twitch and you can watch it on youtube and you just search for handsome naked unfortunately no one else wanted the name or i should say fortunately yeah right no right. one else wanted the name anywhere so <laughs> if you search for that you'll find exactly what i'm talking handsome about. naked three o'clock today mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's awesome that's exactly what i'm doing put it in my calendar right now love it Eric, have a wonderful day today. I can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.